The UFC's return back to action was a hit. Now that the dust has settled after being a few days removed from the third and final event to be held inside of one week from Jacksonville, Florida, we're left with a whole lot to reflect upon. It's all behind us now, but for me, I'm still in the midst of digesting what went down. It's an unusual circumstance of trying to make sense of it all after such a flurry of activity has taken place. After the longest layoff in between events in the promotion's history since 2006, we welcome the sport back into our lives with one of the most stacked cars we've seen in a very long time with UFC 249. It's hard to know where to begin when it comes to delving into this, but perhaps Cejudo vs. Cruz would be a good start. My takeaway from that fight is that Cejudo is far more of a force than I gave him credit for. We already knew that he was elite. When you're formerly a two-division champion, you're solidified as the best of the best by default. The five-fight winning streak he was riding coming into the fight against Dominic Cruz was impressive to say the least, but how he responded to taking a headbutt that split him wide open, only to fire back and then end the fight just moments later, speaks volumes about the heart and will of Cejudo. The Olympic wrestler striking has improved leaps and bounds since he first won the flyweight title, and every single time he steps in the octagon, he looks better and better. His latest outing just upped the ante again, proving to the world that there's a hell of a lot more to the Arizona native than the gimmick. It'll be interesting to see if he actually walks away from the sport like he claims he's ready to do. All eyes have been on Tony Ferguson over the past couple of weeks leading into UFC 249. While a lot of the fan base knew and respected Justin Gaethje for the danger that he posed, it was Ferguson that got most of the tension in the lead up to the event. But it was Gaethje who walked away with the UFC Interim Lightweight Championship. After a grueling five-round war that saw Ferguson absorb just an impossible amount of damage, Gaethje not only earned a world title, but the spotlight as well. He's flown under the radar of casual fans of this sport for years now, but after the victory at 249, Gaethje's finally going to get his due, and that's really satisfying to those of us who have been really high on him for so long. The blockbuster fight of Ferguson versus Khabib is no more. Gaethje versus Khabib is the future. And if 249 wasn't exhilarating enough, a few days later on, on a Wednesday night, we got a fight night headlined by Glover Teixeira and Anthony Smith. After that fight, the narrative coming out of it was all about the prolonged and seemingly unnecessary beating that Smith took at the hands of the 40-year-old Glover Teixeira. And I agree with the masses in that regard. I think it could and should have been stopped much sooner than it did. I feel for Smith, and I really do hope he's okay, but as ugly as it was, I can't help but feel very happy for Teixeira, even though nobody else seems to be. I spoke with Teixeira just days before that fight. He was telling me how he feels better and less stressed than he's ever been. He credited the UFC Performance Institute with the turnaround and his recent success of riding a three-fight winning streak going into that fight against Smith. Seeing him go in there and put on such a stellar performance this late in his career is inspiring. Not only is he not done yet, he now finds himself at the very top of the light heavyweight division rankings. I think his next fight's going to be very intriguing. One more performance like that and all of a sudden, he's sniffing at a title shot six years after fighting Jones for the first time. Incredible. Then came the third event which saw the rebooking of Walt Harris versus Alistair Overeem. Those two were originally supposed to meet last December in the headlining fight for the UFC in Washington DC fight night card. But Harris had to pull out because of the worst reasons imaginable. I did think that it was fitting that Harris's return fight was against the very man he was supposed to take on before he had to remove himself from the last contest. And this fight did not disappoint. Harris came out with intense aggression that saw him drop Overeem and come extremely close to earning a stoppage victory early in that fight. In fact, I personally would have had no issue with the stoppage at a couple points during that barrage of ground and pound. 
but credit the Overeem for weathering that storm and rallying back to earn the TKO stoppage. Harris actually looked fantastic, but you'll be hard pressed to find a combat sports athlete that's more experienced than Overeem. And it's that very experience that led him to the victory that night. You had to feel bad for Harris. After all him and his family has endured, with all respect to Overeem, everybody wanted to see him win that fight. But getting the victory for Harris was not to be. He did go in there and prove what a force he is. He took the L, but he'll be back. I actually had a chance to speak with Overeem just a few days before this fight. And he told me how much he sympathized with Harris's situation. And he went on to talk about what a great guy he thought Harris was. But at the end of the day, that this is a sporting competition and he was going to treat it as such. I was wondering if the prospect of fighting a man he knew just went through this complete tragedy would affect his mindset, and he assured me it wouldn't. After all, he comes from a Dutch kickboxing background. The Reem has been fighting his friends and training partners on a whim since way back in the day, so he was not going to be phased by this, and he proved that to be the case on Saturday. I loved the steady influx of UFC events after being deprived for so long, but the three events in a row thing was a lot to take in and process. I loved it for a one-off, but going forward, hopefully we see order restored so we can get back to being able to properly anticipate these events and then enjoy them the way they're intended to be consumed. The UFC in Jacksonville served as a great way to give the fans their much-needed fix. And now, it's on to the next one.